Hola muchachos, welcome to English Made Simple, this is episode 36, numero 36, whoa, really, really, number 36, my goodness, time flies indeed, wow, anyway, I trust you're doing well and I hope you've had a great week so far, my name is Milena and welcome to English Made Simple, where I teach you how to speak English with confidence. I assume most of you will know the basic English grammar. You will also have some knowledge of English. That's why we are here. And uh, now it's time to take that extra step. An extra step to fluency. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Do you want to hear my number one tip for being fluent? Mm-hmm. Great. Well, here it is. My number one tip is make mistakes. Cometen errores. That's it. Simple. That's how we learn. We make mistakes and we learn. Just a friendly reminder, chicos, to get transcriptions for this episode and all the other episodes, just go to my website, englishmadesimple.net, englishmadesimple.net. Now, let's, uh, let's continue with this show. But before we begin, I want to say hello to Edwin from Honduras or Honduras in Spanish because in English we pronounce the letter H. Thank you for your nice comments, Edwin, and keep listening to the show. You will be an expert very soon, so keep going. And uh, I also got an idea from another listener, Alejandro from Brazil, to prepare an episode about living in Australia. I used to have uh, this perception of Australia before moving here. I used to uh, think that uh, there's dangerous creatures everywhere. There are snakes, spiders, sharks and crocodiles. Yes, they are here. They do exist. But I don't see them in the city except the spiders. They are they are in the city. They are here actually in my car, in my room somewhere. So keep an eye out for this uh, episode. I will prepare an episode about what it is like to live in Australia or Australia. Are we ready to start now, guys? In my last episode, number 35, I used a lot of slang, modismos. So I would like to take this opportunity to explain a couple of them. The first one I used was um, to go cross-eyed. Quedar tu neo. When your eyes point towards your nose, that's what it means. Metaphorically speaking... It means, you know, hopefully you're not overwhelmed, you're not confused. Another slang I used was, I think this was Australian slang. And it's, um, at the end of the episode, I said, this was jam-packed full of goodies. <laughs> jam-packed full of goodies. What this means um, in Spanish, uh, un frasco de mermelado cargado de información. And uh, goodies means tips in Australia here. Just metaphorically speaking, I gave you a lot of information, lots of tips for you to absorb, to take in. And in today's episode, we are going to learn how to be polite, formal, especially when it comes to asking questions in a polite manner, de una manera formal, polite manner. I'm also going to reveal three magic words that you can use that will make you sound polite instantly okay three magic words i'll reveal those later in the episode so 
Let's begin, shall we? First of all, what is politeness? What does it mean? According to the Oxford Dictionary, it's another way on inteligente, <laughs> politeness is having or showing behavior that is respectful and considerate of other people. This is according to Oxford Dictionary. So basically, what this means is treating people with respect, showing good manners to others. Okay, that's their definition of politeness, formalidad. My definition of politeness is, well, it's quite simple, really. Don't be a weon, just be nice. <laughs> that's my definition of politeness. <laughs> Anyway, do you agree with me? I certainly hope so. Now that we know the definition of politeness, how can we put this into practice? Well, one of the things we can do is use our body language. Lenguaje corporal. In general, being polite is to be formal around people you haven't met before. I'm going to make a comparison between Spanish and English here, okay? When we refer to someone in a formal manner, we use the personal pronoun usted in Spanish. This is when we are referring to someone with respect. And when we are talking to our friends, we use the personal pronoun tú. This is in Spanish. However, in English, we refer to everyone as you. When we refer to everyone as you, it's always kind of informal, okay? Like, for example, with our friends, we usually have that relaxed and casual approach to speaking, acercamiento más casual. And in these situations, we don't really care about being formal with them because they are friends. But I think that there's still some sort of degree of politeness that we need to follow, even when speaking with friends. Well, one thing we could do is express that through our body language. Okay, one thing you can do is smile and make others feel comfortable, other people around you. Make them feel comfortable, se sientan bien. Number two you can do is have a neutral tone of voice and don't shout at people when you're speaking with them. No grites, don't shout. So that's when you're with your friends. You, you don't want to put them under pressure You know them very well, so it's a good idea to be relaxed and more informal with your friends. On the other side, if you need to be polite with somebody, if you need to engage in a polite conversation, one thing you could do is learn how to ask questions politely, in a polite manner. Establecer una conversación formal. <laughs> I hope you are following me so far, guys. Uh, now I would like to share uh, my personal story. You know, about 20 years ago, when my family and I moved to New Zealand, we could barely speak English. We spoke broken English. We had limited vocabulary. Often, English speakers would think of us as being rude or arrogant. We were asking questions in a very direct manner. We used phrases such as, Can you? Do you? I want this. Sounds very demanding. We were short and abrupt in our conversations, which made us look arrogant and rude. <laughs> There is nothing wrong with asking those short, direct questions like we learned before. 
But if we want it to sound more polite, we should choose our words carefully. I will give you a few tips in this episode. You can replace words like can, want, and do, and so on, with something that sounds more polite. So when you phrase your questions, they will sound polite. All that my family and I knew were the three magic words. Please and thank you. <laughs> yep, those are the magic words. Please and thank you. That's all we knew how to be polite. We didn't know the other words. How can we form questions that sound more polite? Right. Remember, guys, those uh, model verbs, uh, we learned them in episode might versus may. That's the name. Go check it out after this episode. I think this was uh, number 30, if my memory serves me right. Episode number 30 was about expressing possibility. Well, we use those model verbs to also ask questions in a polite manner. We are going to use words could, would and may. They help us sound more polite. Remember, could and would, L is silent. We don't pronounce the L. Well, how do we form questions in a polite manner then? Here are a few examples. Would you mind holding my bag, please? Would you mind te importaria? Would you mind moving to the right, please? <laughs> Could you please repeat that? Could you please, podrias por favor? Could you please repeat that? Would you be so kind to pass me a bottle of wine? Seria tan amable de pasarme esa botella de vino. Would you be so kind to pass me a bottle of wine? Instead of asking, can you pass me a bottle of wine? Now let's uh, try using may in an example. Um, we can use may instead of can. Using may makes us sound super polite. For example, may I take your coat? It's super, super polite. Right, let's continue, guys. Are we okay so far, guys? Excellent. Another way we could be polite when we are making a request is by using this phrase. I was wondering if... Me preguntaba si... I was wondering if... Okay, I was wondering if you could help me. It's a very polite way to ask. So, that's a new phrase for you guys. I don't know if you heard of that one before. I was wondering if you could help me. It's very common. I hear native speakers use this a lot. Okay. So I would uh, advise you to practice this one. So going back to the model verbs. I'll give you some more examples. I'll give you a tip on what you can do to sound more fluent. Instead of saying to someone, can you spell your name? Which would be a direct way of asking a question and can be interpreted as being rude or arrogant, can you spell your name when you're asking somebody like that in a direct manner? What you can do is simply say, could you please spell your name? Could you please spell your name? See? All we do is replace can with could. Can you spell your name? Becomes, could you spell your name, please? Or could you please spell your name? Same thing. And in the episode number 8, if you go back to episode number 8, we learned how to order food at a restaurant, remember? 
That was a really good example of somebody asking a question politely. Instead of saying to the waiter, I want calamari salad, you should say, I would like the calamari salad. Or, I will have calamari salad. Or, I would like to order calamari salad. Thank you. Simply replace the words I want with the words I would like to. And you become more polite instantly. Would you like to order the calamari salad, sir? What about our finest champagne? It will complement your salad. Mmm, I'm getting hungry now. And here's my last tip for you guys. Here's my last tip on sounding polite. If you want to say that something is not possible, we use the words like, I'm sorry, but... Or, I'm afraid, I don't know. I'll give you an example. Let's imagine a stranger stops you on the street. Excuse me, ma'am. Could you please help me? I'm looking for the nearest supermarket. Would you know where it is? And I will be like, I'm afraid I don't know where it is. Or I'm sorry, but I don't know where it is. See those phrases? I'm afraid I don't know where it is. Or if you want to be impolite, which is the opposite of polite, you could say, I'm sorry, but I don't know where it is. My husband does all the shopping in the house. You should ask him. Now get out of my way. Move. Goodbye. That's not very nice, Milena. That was an example of someone being impolite. That's me every day. <laughs> Radio, we are approaching the end of the show, guys. So remember the three magic words. Please and thank you. Use those magic words. They will make you sound polite instantly. <laughs> Your homework uh, is to practice being polite. Practice using the magic words and the phrases we learned in this episode. I think I should also do the same homework. I need to practice being polite more often. Thank you for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of English Made Simple. And next week we will learn how to talk to someone over the phone. We will learn some new vocabulary. Oh, splendid. Remember, all transcriptions are available on my website, EnglishMadeSimple.net. If you have any questions on any of the topics we covered in this show, please let me know in the Facebook group, English Made Simple, or on my website. This podcast is for you, and I'm here to help you learn, so let's do this, guys. Wish you all the best. Que les vaya muy bien. Goodbye.